You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, every team, everywhere. New episodes of original content all week on the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. All right, UFC fans, two of the sport's most respected fighters step back in the octagon this weekend to compete for the welterweight title. DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of UFC, is giving you a shot at huge cash prizes. For this weekend's fight, DraftKings is offering new players a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes. If you haven't tried it yet, Fantasy MMA is easy to play. Just pick six fighters, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for advances, takedowns, and more. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes throughout the week. That's promo code THPN to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Hello and good day, San Jose, and welcome to the Stick Hungry Podcast, your home of the San Jose Sharks on the Hockey Podcast Network. My name is Dylan Kayser, and I'm joined in studio by Producer T. Also have Nick Floor in the room, and we also have a special guest, Jordy Cunningham. Jordy, I'll start with you. How you doing? I, I'm doing okay. How are you guys today? It's been a tough day for us. We'll obviously get in, into it at the start here. For us here in BC, it's been a really tough, tough day for us. But I'm doing Man, okay. it's, it's been a gut-wrenching day today. Um, oh, you know, our, our California listeners probably don't know, but up here in Canada, TSN uh, 1040 in Vancouver, as well as TSN stations in Hamilton and Winnipeg have shut down. Uh, for us here on the island in, in the Vancouver area, I mean, listening to 1040 was a staple. Uh, they were kind of an inspiration for us really to get into podcasting uh, and, and media in general. So, yeah, it's, it's a tough day, man. It's a tough and- one. And, and not only like in the now, but like the station's been around for twenty years. Like, oh, we, it's, I, I know. Like we we we've grown up. We've grown up with the station. Like until four years ago, ten forty was the only sports station in town. Like we grew up with them, and like I know so many people there. I know so many people that are like I'm really close with, and just so many people I look up to at the station. And it's just such a tough day to see all that all that talent be let go just like that and the way it happened like it's just just a horrible look for bell like it's just it it is it's shitty what happened but like there's not much you can do but it's just like unbelievable what happened unbelievable loss like again it's hard to put into words how 20 years just gets thrown down the drain like that and also we have to shout out like give a shout out to brandon of yeah. uh, our Winnipeg Jets podcast here at the, at the network. He worked for the station in Winnipeg. He got let go today. It was one of the three stations let go. So it's just a tough day in Vancouver and across the country for all this to happen. Yeah, for sports media in general, it's a bad thing. And, and like you said, the way they did it 
was fucking yeah. brutal. I, 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 exactly. That's what exactly what I was gonna say. It didn't give anyone a chance to you know reminisce with the station. You know, if we knew this was coming, even if we just had a week, you know, I yeah. think every every station every show would have been able to maybe highlight their times. You know how, and it would allow the listeners to maybe at least understand the reasoning behind it. But the way that they did this. Man, what a way to alienate a huge amount of uh, listeners and, you know, consumers to to Bell. I mean, I know that any decision I'm making moving forward, I'm going to remember what Bell did to TSN yeah, 1040. Right, right after Absolutely. Bell was Talk Day, right? Like, yeah, oh, literally. Yeah. Like, come on. And, and, I, and, I, and I see people saying they're going to change their phone plans that are on Bell and stuff like that. And it's like... Good it's, for them. I think it, they yeah, should. It, yeah, the people that are putting that opinion out, it's like, fair, good for you. Like, what they did is absolutely horrible and yeah there's just no words to really again it's so hard to talk about and i mean nick's just devastated he can't even speak <laughs> this is this is really I'm, hurt him deep he's tearing up he's speechless i mean it, it's your guys is uh i don't want to say problem but it's like it's your guys is like uh, it's your guys is saying it doesn't affect us down here but like being on the receiving end of one of those mass firings before out of like literally left field is just a crock of shit and like like condolences to everyone that's going through it right now. But like, I, I try to think of it as you're leaving somewhere that's going to do this to you. You're, you're not going to receive anything that's worse moving forward. Like you're going to have better opportunities. Um, it's a dark kind of time right now, but it's always darkest before the dawn, but you know, you can always reach out to us uh, on the network it's as well as myself. There. I like it. And uh, I just, just keep the chin up, especially again, like you guys said, the bell let's talk like mental health thing. Like that's a serious thing that I'm sure a lot of people are going to kind of go through kind of maybe like the, the path Combat. of depression, but yeah, you just keep your head up and I'm, you know, it's going to subside. The bullshit's going to go away and uh, you guys are going to get much better opportunities later. Well said. And, well said. And yeah. what, what really kind of, got to me after like thinking about it is the tweet that you and Isha put out from our network's account from the hockey podcast network's account saying if the, if this media company succeeds, maybe TSN will TSN 1040 will hire us. That just, it just makes me think like we're so all so inspired by it growing up and made us want to get into this industry. And it's just such a tough and such a really disheartening day as well, just to see all this happen. But as the day went on, I was like, thinking about it as well like how sad it is how disheartening it is like it, it hurts all of us so deeply we know that but at the same time just to like make it about like hear us at the hockey podcast network for a second we 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 think about it as like now it's our time now we can really start to get bigger sort of thing and try to get bigger now that just, i it's just a thought that i had as well yeah, I mean, the the media game's changing, and you know we're that we're is. growing here. But I mean, at the cost of another station, I don't know. That I don't want to take that. I, I know. Take that I, I, I know. I, I think I, we I can all like share the love, man. We can all share. Oh the love. no, absolutely. Yeah. I, I totally agree. Like today. No, I no. Today. Do you know what, Jordy? I actually said yeah. the same thing. I said, especially yeah. in a market like Vancouver. The, the podcast for Vancouver, uh, shout out to the Stick and Rink. I yeah. think their numbers are going to go up. They have a great show. And, you know, and it, what it might do as well is, you know, the d older demographic that might have just been on their personal radio and still haven't really made that, you know, leap into maybe looking into podcasts and stuff. This might kind of force them to, I, I mean, force them to look at in other places. And hopefully they're pleasantly surprised and they find this Stick and Rink podcast for Vancouver and, you know, the Winnipeg show and, um, 
you know, Skates I think and plates podcast. Thank you. There, I think there is going to be a lot of positives as well. It, it's just sad to see such a staple like that, you know, off our airwaves uh, uh, or the Kings den. But yeah, or no, it is like it's uh, yeah, like it it hurt today. Just again, like like we said many times, like I said many times, there's no real words to describe it today. Just really, really hurts to see so many people that we love and so many people that we know personally take uh this happened to them like it just it just fucking sucks it does suck it does suck and now we have uh kyle mclaren joining the podcast Here we go. kyle how's it going buddy it's going good yourself well i can i can hear you clearly well, though i can see you must be on that lte wow. baby this is incredible i've been saving it for you guys <laughs> <laughs> uh, i love it i love it all right jordy we brought you on to talk about uh the la yep. Kings. so let's start talking about that I, I want to know from you, I know it's still early in the season, but have the Kings surprised you in any ways or are they kind of playing exactly how you expected them to? So the record really doesn't indicate it, but they have, they have been playing a little bit better than last season, but not at the point where I think they, they need to be yet or they want to be. And you're seeing like, there are a lot of changes to this team. This is a growing team. And also they've been going through, injuries right injuries and a little covid protocol right now and luckily they haven't had any games canceled like the minnesota wild but the uh but they are losing some players right now and that is hurting them but overall they have been playing a, a little bit better there have been some tough stretches again losing players isn't much of an excuse but this is a team that you can see is like learning and growing on the rise. And it's a team, a bunch of the older guys on the team said like last year was a tough year. And it was also the first season under a completely new structure under head coach Tom McClellan. And now they understand it and they're playing better in that structure. Yeah. You, you know, you mentioned that uh, you, you guys have been missing some players, some key figures. What are some players that have stood out for you this season? Maybe some shocks, maybe some people maybe that have disappointed you. Well, honestly, the one that, uh, that's kind of he's on the COVID list right now, but the kind of under the radar signing just before the season started was Andres Athanasiu. Like a lot of people kind of threw him to the curb because he because he doesn't play defense very well. But man, the thing he is like quick on the ice. The line we had a great line of Blake Lazat, who's a second year centerman, like little guy but feisty. Love him. We had him centering Athanasiu and Carter to start the season, and it was. Except for one game against St. Louis, it's been our best line. And now Lazad and Athens are on the COVID list, so that's been tough to see. Uh, thankfully, they don't have COVID. It's just COVID protocols. But other than that, who stood, who stood out? Athens was there. Uh, Adrian Kempe has been there. It's been nice to see him up his game. He was one of these guys that head coach Tom McClellan was really on him last year to find the consistency in, in his game, and he's found it. He's... He's been on the first line for the majority of the year, and it's been really nice to see him play better. And then a couple of young guys as well, like Gabe Velarde has been playing a lot more. It's been nice to see. Uh, Producer T, can you say that name? Dude, I, I was about you? I was about to say, thank God he doesn't play for the Sharks because I would <laughs> I would literally every week have a different version of that name and never <laughs> get it right. At, at the, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna even just try. Happy Honestly. to see you. He's just happy to see you. Yeah, happy He's to happy see you is all I can see. Happy to see you. Happy to see you. <laughs> I'm surprised he wasn't on the Sharks radar. That whole like not playing defense thing seems to be a, a common thing <laughs> over here on San Jose. Uh, but uh, over here for San Jose, 
you know, we're kind of paralleling the Kings in a sense where we got a lot of older players. We're trying to uh-huh. think of ways or scheming up ways to get them the fuck out of the team and get their cap hit off, like IE Vlasic, a couple other players. So do you see the Kings dealing away any of their older players this season, or do they have the, the same problems uh, that the Sharks have, essentially, where they have no movement clauses or modified no-trade clauses? Well, it is tough to some degree like a couple of them don't i like off the I, like dowdy you're not trading obviously culpatar you're not trading obviously so the two guys you look at are brown and carter carter's actually playing some of the best hockey he has in years right now so maybe he is the guy that you trade away just because he is playing well but at the same time it's tough to trade a guy like a jeff carter or a dustin brown away as well but again maybe they want they want a chance at a cup run like Kopitar and Doughty, they still have a few years with the team, but like Carter's 26. Brown's getting up there as well. These are guys that might want to move on. Their contracts aren't that friendly, but they might want to, they might be the ones that get dealt. And also, I've said for months, I said it last season, like if you want, if you're really committed to like going young with this team and you believe in Cal Peterson and Net, which I do. I think I think he's going to be good for the Kings for a long time. I think Jonathan Quick is going to be on the Seattle Kraken, but I've said I've said that for a long time. I can see that. I mean, I don't know if they'll want to take on that contract though, but it's it's not that. for that. It's only like for an, another year or two next year though. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I I've said I've said I think the the Kraken are going to go old. I think it'll be Quick and Holtby in Seattle, but that's just me. Yeah, you think they're going to kind of replicate what Vegas did and try and compete right away? Because I, I mean, they're they're not going to get get the same selection of players. Right? Yeah, it's no, they won't get the same tough. selection. But I haven't really looked that much into it, except for I think the goaltending will be quick and Holtby in Seattle. There you go, book it. Put fifty bucks on there that. You go. <laughs> it. Those are probably pretty good odds, actually. No, probably- DraftKings, <laughs> check it out, DHPN. <laughs> Draft- seriously, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. All right, let's uh, let's talk about some younger guys. Um, any prospects that we should be on, out on the look for uh, from the LA Kings? Let, well, let me get the list out. It's like a CVS receipt because since the Kings are one of the top <laughs> prospect pools in uh, you've had long in, enough to accumulate it, damn it. <laughs> but there's there's a lot, and I'm actually so first of all, you have a couple of guys that are playing, which are which are nice to see. I think the Kings should go younger, but just to start with, you have Gabe Velarde playing. He's a right-handed shot. Got a cup of coffee last year. He's been playing well. This year, you have Mikey Anderson on the back end. His brother plays for the Devils. I really like him on the back end. He's really grown. On the back end, him and Kale Clegg are two young guys that have really grown. Uh, you saw uh, Arthur Kaliev came up. First career game, first NHL goal, and then got sent back to Ontario for the season to start. Uh, Jared Anderson Dolan scored his first career NHL goal on Sunday. I am What I don't like right now is... Tobias Bornfoot is with the team and he's not playing. And I think, why? If you're going to have that, if you're not having him playing, have him down in Ontario so he can play. He's a, he that, he's 19 years old. He made the team as an 18-year-old last year at the start of the season. He's a guy I'm high on as well. And then you just look at the AHL season just started and you look at the Ontario reign. Byfield, Kaliev, Kupari, like, the list just goes on at Turcotte. The list just goes on and on for the team, and it's it's exciting. The Kings going to be real good real soon, and people don't realize it. Let's uh, let's talk about Byfield. What did you think of his uh, World Junior performance? I'd say a lot of people 
shit on him. I, he had a good World Juniors. He had the one game where he had the six-point game. I thought he was pretty good in the World Juniors. So yeah, he wasn't the, the first or second line. He was more of a uh, more of a role player in the third, fourth line. But hey, sometimes when it comes to the World Juniors, you got to be like that. And again, he still had a game where he put up six points. Like I thought he had a pretty good World Juniors. And to see that finals between him against uh, Turkot and Kaliev, like that just seeing the future of the Kings in that game was just so exciting. Yeah, not exciting for us, though. No. Uh, we got to play you guys for the next <laughs> that 10 was years. Tough. And, and, well, hey, and speaking of that, that whole, the first line of Turcotte and Kaliev, like, the other winger on that line was Zegris, who's with Anaheim. So it's really bad for you guys. Yeah, I was going to touch on that. I was like, I, I watched that with such joy as a Team USA fan and just such despair as a Sharks fan because <laughs> we're just going to get molly over the next five to six years, if not longer. I mean, just to see what <laughs> Zegris has done down yeah. in the A this last week, like, oh, my Lord. And then seeing oh. Kaliev and Turcotte, I'm like, oh, no. It yeah, hurts. <laughs> Honest, honestly, I'll, I'll list King's prospects, and honestly, like there's one or two big name names I forget every single time. Like there's just it, the list goes on. Lucky yeah. you, lucky. You. <laughs> uh, USA got USA got lucky. There you go. There you go. There it is. <laughs> it's official. Um, got another. We got a question for you, Jordy, uh, from Marcus yep. Hunt. Hey, who do you think the Sharks need to get in the draft? Who do you think, Jordy? <laughs> Who do the Sharks need to get in the draft? Maybe just, a little bit of everybody. Everything, yeah. yeah. We, we need every position right now. Um, yeah. All right. Uh, before we end off this uh, interview, I want to ask you your predictions for the next two games. Uh, we're recording this on Tuesday, so everyone listening to the podcast on Thursday. We're going to be a little behind, but uh, let's get your <laughs> predictions. Well, I got a question first. Are the Sharks fully healthy right now? That's something I don't know. Mentally or physically? <laughs> physically, we're there, buddy. Yeah, I mean, even Eric Carlson said today that he has never felt better mentally and physically. I thought it was funny he brought up mentally, he's but he's never looked worse. Yeah. yeah, best shape of his life, boys. Best shape of his life. God well, help our soul. Yeah. Well, no, physically, everyone's fine. But mentally, I mean, you know, what was a 67, 80 game road trip? It felt like there for forever. We're going to see how they do after they can finally come home. But. I think that well, they're physically healthy at this point. Well, I will say that it is tough for the Kings right now because they're missing two of their two defensemen, two of their top defensemen, and they have Lazat and Athanasio on the COVID list, like I said. So they are playing shorthanded a little bit. And Ole Mata has just had a horrible start to the year. He's finally playing a little better on the back end. But like he was a healthy scratch until Sean Walker and Matt Roy got hurt on the back end in in the same game they got hurt. So that really hurt the Kings. I think tonight will be close because of the lineup. I hope they can get a little healthier for the, for Thursday's game. But I'll go the Kings winning both games. I'll go tonight plus, closer, though. I'll go 3-2 in overtime for the Kings tonight and 4-1 for the Kings on Thursday. 4-1, wow. hey, this guy's oh, awesome. And, and also, I will, something I will point out I wanted to say earlier, the special teams has been the most improved part for the Kings. That's something I forgot to say earlier. The special teams has been the most improved right now. They are fifth. Like, it doesn't sound sexy saying 15th, but 15th on the power play, which was like, they were near the bottom last year and they're seventh on the penalty kill. They were third the other day. They've gone down a little bit, but like they haven't played since Sunday. So man, this is a Sharks podcast. We'll, we'll take 15th any day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sexy and, to and, us. and again, and again, seventh on the penalty kill. They were third the other day. The penalty kill has been a lot, a lot more fun to watch this season. 
So do you think the game's just going to kind of boil down to special teams play? Because we're both horrendous five on five. So it seems like special teams. It it honestly might. Yeah, it honestly might. Uh, Yeah. Now, if we do go to the shootout, though, have you seen Ryan Donato's filth? No, I have not. Oh, okay. Because they the, don't you know, put it on the highlight packages, Nick. They take we, it we've off. Discussed this. We've discussed Bullshit. this. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. It sickens me. It sickens me. All right, Jordy. Uh, thanks for jumping on this episode. Where can the fans find you on Twitter and social media? Uh, you can find the King's Den on Twitter and Instagram at the King's Den THPN. Or you can find me on Twitter at Cunningham Jordy. Jordy with a Y, like it says right there. Or on Instagram at Jordy underscore Cunningham 23. Awesome. Jordy, you're a beauty. Uh, have Thanks, a good guys. one. Enjoy the Sharks versus Kings. Uh, for everyone else, we're going to take a quick break on the other side. Uh, we have a voicemail from uh, DeQuavis, new fan of the show. Um, and then we have a couple comments and questions from Twitter. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk covering every team in the NHL. New episodes every Monday. Download at the hockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. All right, folks, uh, we got our, our first voicemail this week. I'm just hmm. going to bring it up here. We have a few questions, uh, a few comments, though. Uh, actually, no, th- never mind. That's uh, that's producer Pigeon commenting from the network account. Uh, <laughs> kind of deke me out there. But, guys, uh, I'm, I'm going to bring up the voicemail here. So uh, just just say something. <laughs> say something, guys. Well, <laughs> Kyle, uh, how you been, bud? Yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Just start yelling at each other. Uh, yeah. uh, Make it real easy for me. Predictions, let's eh? go, Kyle. Why predictions do, for the next. No, couple no, games. listen. Why do we have the Kings guy on our broadcast? Because because we're, we're playing the Kings, playing Kyle. The Kings, man. Playing the Kings, Kyle. Damn it! <laughs> I know that, but I'm like, it's a collab, oh my, my man. But but oh my god, I I I I, I watch the Kings as well, and I'm like, whose team is worse? Do you mean if they're relying on like the king? Well, okay, Kyle, Kyle, hear me out though. And Jordy's actually still in the lobby watching us. Am I just gonna say to Jordy, you know what, Jordy? No, I don't want you on my show because your team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so don't we? I mean, again, it's our exactly. I was I was re- I was reading shit about Carlson today. I'm like, he's got only he's only got one goal this year. Yeah, like, so does like, Timo Meyer. So <laughs> right. So I mean again, we're, we're it's funny because uh, let's say about three years ago. You knew you had to come through California at some team at some point to get to the even the the the, the conference finals. Nowadays, yeah. it just seems like it's every team Anaheim, LA is going through the same thing as they have these older, longer contract big players that they can't get rid of. So, you know, I I enjoy his, his insight. I just. I'm not sold on. Is that is that I'm one of the sold. first times though that we've ever had a guest and then uh, someone just go, "Why the hell do we have that guy on?" <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> so, how? As soon as as soon as Jordy left, Kyle's like, "What's he doing here?" I get his point, but I mean, like like Dowdy, like Dowdy or Click are not the answers to me in LA anymore. And I like both those players. I like playing against them, but I'm like, I just, I mean, from both sides of it. 
to me, LA Kings have a better prospect pool in their farm system. Oh, hundred percent. Well, they've yeah. been worse longer. Exactly, so for sure. That's what. That's why what you, they haven't. Been worse? Worse? Five years. Sorry, VI Sports Talk saying this is the content we come for here. <laughs> <laughs> what I, they won their cups and then they've been on the decline since then, like 15, 16, 17, 18, 19. You're talking like five, six years of being yeah. just straight up down bad. Like I'd hope to have more prospect pools than a team that just went all in in 2019. 2019, you talk about the Sharks? Yeah, we went all in. Then we lose. They have, they have at least we lose everybody. Four, four or five years of a rebuild over us, though. Like, the, yeah. of yeah. course, they're going to have a huge. Jordy We do love you, Jordy. <laughs> but you know, I, I just I look at the prospect pool. I mean, like, again, it's, it's, if you could draft in the top five, I mean, that's going to be, that should be a good pick. But who knows? But I just. Well, that's been the, the Kings for like the last five years, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. they haven't made the playoffs since we swept them in 20, what was it 2017, 2016? I don't remember. I, I can't remember either, but you know, it, it, it's, it's interesting to get somebody else's point of view on the other teams and on exactly on our teams. But you know what? I think they're going to be, uh, they're going to be rebuilding quicker than we are. Yeah, I mean, Kyle, don't worry. I'm going to look at the standings next time before I invite anybody back on the right. show. <laughs> Nobody on the bottom half of the standings is allowed back on the Stick Hungry right. podcast. I don't think either team this year is going to make the playoffs. I mean, yeah, I, well, I, I, I hope the Sharks do, but I just don't see it right now because their top players aren't producing, right? That's yeah. the worst part about it. Like, if if the whole thing was oh we're top heavy the depth is gonna be bad <laughs> it's a fucking full reverse like yeah. the depth yeah. players are producing and the top players are pylons yeah yeah so oh, Marcus Hunt coming in from YouTube do the Sharks need to just blow it up and rebuild fully uh, I, yes I, I well I would say yes except that this year Kyle just said you know that you, if they've had a top five pick they should be good players man this might be the one year where the draft it's gonna be so different yeah. in the way that these guys haven't developed the same before I mean I just try scouting too, try right? and grind out one more year and, and then try and maybe rebuild next year because I think it's such a gamble this year that the prospect pool this year compared to next is going to be not even close to, to as strong just from the experiences this past year and this past and the pandemic right well yeah, thankfully yeah. for us we're going to be bad for like two three more years yeah right? exactly I mean, you might as well you might as well minimum. not like not you know trade away and, and try and go for it this year i would argue you know try and grind out whatever you can this year and then you know deal with it head on next year and you know if, if we end up <laughs> tanking it again we tank it again at least we've got a better chance at a good prospect yeah i mean it's it's that's tough because that's just draft someone out of michigan that's it that's how you know the development's been done just draft yeah. them out of michigan <laughs> Fair enough. from like a hockey point of view you want to say yes just blow it up and rebuild from but from a business point of view especially right now that's yeah. that's tough that's tough to go through yeah. a rebuild in a market like san jose so. Well, I mean, you're also looking at a flat cap too. So again, is, is yep, even, yep. Get, even selling somebody away or, or trading somebody, let's say a, a high profile with a above $5 million uh, paycheck, another team has to be able to take that on. And there's not a lot of teams right now that can take it on this year. And another trend we've seen is in order to get rid of those big contracts, you have to actually send draft picks with it yep, exactly. in order to get rid of it. So that's why I've, when I spoke about it last week to you guys about possibly finagling Seattle into taking Vlasic as if they have no other choice would be 500 IQ from Doug Wilson. 
Yeah, but, it would be. But do you see that happening? I mean, I know it, it literally just comes down to Vlasic waving his no movement clause, and then the door's wide open for it to happen. So if, if I was he Vlasic, does it, I would. I, I would too. Yeah. If, if it's a possibility of picking up from the Kraken, fresh start. Like I mean, you you're said, going to Seattle. Yeah. You're not going to like Columbus exactly. or Winnipeg yeah. exactly. or Manitoba. One, you know? Yeah. If there was one way that I that I would wave it is probably if to be picked up by a new new NHL team. Uh, so a comment from VI Sports Talk saying, uh, is this the voicemail <laughs> segment? It, it was at one point. Got carried away, boys. Got carried away there. Right. Uh, we have a voicemail here. Let's 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 hear what we got. Hey, guys. It's uh, DeQuavis here. Loving all the shows on the network. Um, I, I thought I'd give your guys' a show a chance. And I'm really loving it, Kyle. He's, he's amazing. But you guys keep saying that producer T is going to trill. What does that mean? Can you explain? <laughs> well, uh, thanks to Quavis for the call. Uh, uh, great fan. Producer Chi uh, going to trail. Cool. So, when we say that, think, where are you? Yeah, I think we've we've had we've discussed this before on the pod, um, or maybe it, anyway, it was from our previous days at uh, the Stick and Rink uh, Radio, and we used to host a local radio station here in lovely uh, Nanaimo, CHLY one one seven FM, CHLY one. <laughs> and anyway, we would cover the BCHL and. I don't know if any of our listeners are familiar with the BCHL, but uh, one of the a hockey podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Well, hey, if you're if you're into hockey, I mean, hey, DeQuavis knows it. DeQuavis, DeQuavis is asking. Right? <laughs> no, but anyway, they're the, the Trail Smoke Eaters, and uh, I have been known to uh, occasionally. Uh, well, here, here's basically what it comes yeah. down to. Whenever we'd mention the Trail Smoke Eaters, we would play a sound clip, and that sound clip would be the noise. Of a bong, yeah. So uh, smoke eaters, you know. Yeah, there you go. There you go. The so connections the, there. The connections there. That's what we mean <laughs> when we say uh, producer G's going to trail. I can't actually couldn't believe it's actually a real team. So you know what? You guys yeah, I know. <laughs> Ray Ferraro played for the Smoke Eaters, right? baby. Yep. Making legends. Yep. My first, uh, my first training camp when I was 16 years old for Tacoma Rockets was in Trail BC. So I, I played at that rink. So you know what Kyle was up to? <laughs> Plenty of <laughs> no. smoking up there. <laughs> smile. Look at that big old smile. <laughs> 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 that guy was definitely in trail. Yeah. All right. right? Uh, th- thanks to Quavis. Um, that was that was a hell of a question. Um, we actually have a comment on Twitter from the Kings Realm podcast. Uh, Jordy's new buddy, a, a new uh, LA Kings podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. They say, uh, in spirit of tonight's game, which LA Kings player, past or present, do you respect the most? Uh, P.S. You can't take the easy way out and say Gretzky. And my response was Sean Avery. <laughs> and I know Kyle's going to like that one. Uh, <laughs> Look at his head hit. The... <laughs> nope. Kyle, your R- thoughts on that? Rob Blake. Rob, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. Rob Blake. Do you mean Man, he, guy... uh, from, from Colorado to LA to the Sharks? The dude was a uh, total professional, knew how to play the game. Uh, and, and that's my answer is, is Rob Blake deserves, deserves my respect. And he was one of the ones, first ones that I saw do a hip check that I'm like, ooh, what was that? Yeah, I was and about like, to say, I mean, he was one of the early legends doing the hip checks. And, yep. uh, his were devastating. I mean, the yep. size of that guy's ass. I mean, it would just take you out. Yep. And that's what yep. you need to deliver a good hip check. Yeah. Even, even even Adam Deadmarsh. That's another one. Yeah. I mean, those, so, two uh, guys, those two guys deserve my respect. Nick, who you got? Who you got most respect for? None. 
the show going me, on. Give me no respect. <laughs> give me no respect. I mean, you. being a more modern day fan, you know, not getting into hockey until like late 2000s, you know, I don't have anyone I can pull out of the rabbit's hat. But um, I've hated them so much that the only player that I'd actually <laughs> have respect for watching play would be like Kopitar, just because of just how sound he is defensively as a forward and it's very underrated just from a playing perspective and like viewing them from a, a fan's point of view. What about Luke everyone Robitaille? else like Dustin Brown can fuck all the way off. What about Luke oh. Robitaille or Marcel Dion? I mean, there's so yeah. many great players that went through LA system that, you know, I mean, there's so many, but you have to, you have to choose a few, but Dustin Brown. Yeah, no, he can go. Actually, you know what? I got a new answer. I'm going to say Kelly Rudy. Kelly there you Rudy. go. You can see him on Hockey Night in Canada now. And he actually, actually, to link it back to the BCHL, he used to be part-time owner of the Nanaimo Clippers in the BCHL. How are you? And they would play the Smoke Eaters. Right there. And they get right wrapped, I tell you. Right. It's a hell of a Friday night playing the Trail Smoke Eaters. All right. Um, We got some more comments. VI Sports Talk is heavy on the chat here tonight uh, saying, Doug Bodger. Another Vancouver Island legend uh, played his 1,000th game in LA. There we actually we actually had a Nanaimo product uh, suit up for Vegas over the weekend. We did. I mean, this first is... time in a long time that a Nanaimo product's been out on the ice. <laughs> I know this is a San Jose <laughs> podcast, but hey, it's Nanaimo too. All right, uh, producer, do you want to read off this name that uh, Jordy commented? Oh God, you you Taka Fukufuji. Fukufuji. I, oh, I was reading it. He Woo! did it. Woo! Found the alarms. Uh, first Japanese <laughs> player in the NHL, by the way. Wow. Did he, did, he actually, cool. did he actually play any NHL games? I, I, know I, we got, I, I know we got drafted by him, but did he actually play a game in the NHL? I don't know I that mean, one. I, I can do some Googling on air. Yeah. Um, I might need maybe. the spell check, though. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm not going to try. Maybe producer Pigeon can get on that and uh, <laughs> see if old uh, Fukufuji's played any games. <laughs> All right. All right. 607. Oh six oh seven. Did he play any yeah, games? He played for the Kings. He played four games. There you have it, Kyle. All right, there you go. Four games. Is that good enough for you? Uh, it's a cup of coffee to me. <laughs> That's all right. Jordy coming in <laughs> saying four career games. You're you're a little late there, Jordy. <laughs> we have our insiders already on it. <laughs> all right, boys. Is there anything else we want to talk about before we uh, jump off this episode? But well, we asked Jordy about his score predictions. What are your guys' score predictions? Oh yeah, we got to do score predictions. That's right. All right, so tonight. I mean, it's kind of funny because we all ripped on Jordy for saying the Kings were going to win every game, but I'm kind of scared to say that the Sharks are going to win anything. I'm going to say we split the series. Tonight, we're going to lose in overtime. 4-3, we're going to lose in overtime. God damn. And then tomorrow, um, or the next game, we're going to win in overtime, and it's going to be all for nothing because each team's going to come out with three points. Um, that, that's how I see on our bullshit out, again. Right? Yeah, I, I had it the other way around where we win tonight, but not not in OT. No, no, no. Oh, okay. no. I'm going three two. Yeah, three two. Then tomorrow, it's a big day for San Jose. It is, but but we're gonna lose pretty bad. Um, I suspect the next game. Um, I'm gonna go four one, which is sad. That's basically what Jordy said. I think is it? Oh, well, yeah. well, he said he they were gonna win both. So I mean, <laughs> Jordy's still in the lobby of the stream. By the way, Just I know I love it. Thumbs I up love right it. Now. Uh, Nick, let's hear your predictions. Man, I mean, we're starting Jones in the first game, which already makes me not feel too great. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, he's played very well against his old team. So I think we take the first game three to two in our first regulation win of the season. 
Um, but I, I think we lose the second game with Dubnik and Net. It just feels like the boys can't seem to win in front of them. And I think this is going to be this 12th game. The, the second game is going to be kind of like the hammer dropping on the franchise, telling you that you can't sweep L.A. and you can't sweep Anaheim. So you got some serious issues like moving forward. And then we're going to get our asses handed to us by Vegas. It's going to be real. Well, bad. <laughs> it's going to be terrible. Hey, we're going to be wearing those heritage jerseys, though, uh, on the 25th yeah. against Vegas. So well, that's, that's something to look out look for. Good, I mean, we, we know we're not going to win the game. At least have cool jerseys. We're, we're channeling 1991 San Jose and just being complete ass. So, yeah, True. True. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Throwback Thursday. That's uh, the only thing Kyle can agree with me on in this entire episode. Is we are just ass right now. <laughs> Uh, Kyle, let's hear your predictions. You know, I hate to say this, but I think the Sharks are going to lose tonight about 5 2. Ooh, and you know, it, it, I, I just, yeah, I just look at their defense and, and what they're doing. And Dubnik played well last game. I'm wondering why he didn't get another chance to play this game. And I know he's probably going to play the back to back or whatever you want to call it, not back to back, but on Thursday. But I, I, I just, I'm just not seeing enough out of the whole team. I mean, again, it takes the whole team to win. The Kings look a lot better, even though they're not that much better. But to me, is they look just more like a complete team, and and their their star players are actually producing more than the Sharks. But you know, and then I see Thursday is maybe them squeaking it out three two with Dubnik in that because to me, Dubnik's played better, and he's got a chance. He should have a chance to start tonight. If if Dubnik started tonight, to me, Sharks win. Yeah, I mean, he oh. he has played decently well so far. I mean, he's had one or two stinker games, but I mean, the last game he he had a great performance. Yep, um, absolutely amazing. Yeah. So there Kevin you go, Kerr's actually tweeted it out. He was yep. wondering. He didn't understand why Jones was getting the start, and yep. I commented, and they got a lot of traction. I said, "Well, Kevin, you can't tank if you're playing your best goaltender." Yeah. So true. <laughs> Uh, a, lot, a lot of respect for Kevin Kurz. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the look says it all. Um, we we got to get him on a show. Well, after that? <laughs> I mean, he's covering a shitty team, Kyle. We don't want to bring right? him on the show now. <laughs> Kevin Kurz, well, you know, he's yeah. still a Sharks guy. No, he's a Flyers fan. He grew up in Philly. That's true, too. Well, I mean, I grew up a, I grew up a Canucks fan, and I'm doing the podcast, yeah. so I mean, sorry, right. I grew I, I grew up an Edmonton Oilers fan, and, you know. and, and that's the worst of them all. I mean, so. yeah. <laughs> not to top it off with the Dallas Cowboys, like whew, cherry oh, on top. Yeah, there. no, yeah, oh. no thanks. Yeah, Jeez. no thanks. All right, boys, is that it? Is that's that all everything. We got yeah. Tonight? It was a question. It wasn't a comment. I, was, I, I had to censor the shit out of myself. <laughs> you didn't see it. Yeah. <laughs> Oh right, well, man! I, mean, I just I want yes. to be yeah. able to on Thursday when this episode drops. I want to be able to repeat the the set the, like ten seconds where Kyle's like, I think they're going to get beat five two, and I just want to laugh because I want them to come out and do well, and I want them to come out and perform. But damn, it's not looking good, boys. That's that's wishful thinking. Yeah, wishful thinking. <laughs> All right, guys, let's give a shout out to our Twitter handles. Uh, you can follow myself at dyl underscore thbn. You can follow the show. At Stick Hungry Pod, you can follow the network at Hockey Pod Net. Producer T at producer underscore T E E and Nick. You find me at Nick Floor underscore and Kyle McLaren underscore K. What what changed today? By the way, I mean your internet has just been impeccable. Just I'm not, I, I am not on Wi-Fi right now. Oh, okay. I was, so I, I, was, I was on the other time, so I'm, I'm making a uh, exception for you guys to do the podcast. <laughs> 
So it is nighttime. Show, it, it cost Kyle like 50 bucks to record this podcast. <laughs> right? So that's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> all we're asking is a rate and review on iTunes. So there you go. Five stars. Hey, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Yeah. There we go. Uh, VI Sports Talk says, time to go to trail, boys. Hell yeah. Uh, there you go. There you go. I don't know what he's talking about. All right, folks. Uh, big shout out to Jordan Cunningham for jumping on this episode. Thanks for watching the live stream and listening to the podcast. We will catch you on Sunday.